Welcome back to the Biblical Principles Podcast. We are extremely excited to have you with us today, extremely excited about the topic that we're going to be on, and that topic is going to be the blood of Christ, sinless, sacrificial, saving blood of Christ. The blood of Christ is completely inexhaustible. The blood of Christ is what saves us. The blood of Christ is what keeps us. The blood of Christ is really the foundation of our Christian faith. Uh, a lot of people have said throughout the years that um, that we have a bloody religion, and unfortunately we do. We have, a, we have a religion that exists because there was a Savior who loved us so much He died for us and shed His blood to pay our sin debt so that we would not have to perish in an eternal separation from God. So as we start our topic on the blood of Christ this morning, I wanted you to take your Bible and turn to the book of Romans, chapter number 5. The book of Romans, chapter number 5. And I want to begin reading in verse number 6. Verse number 6. The Bible says, For when we were yet without strength in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die. Yet peradventure for a good man some would even dare to die. But God commendeth his love toward us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Verse number 9. Much more then, being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. We are justified by the blood of Christ. We're just as if we never sinned because of the blood of Christ. And that blood is what saves us from the wrath of God coming down on us. See, when the God the Father looks at us, He sees His Son. He does not see us. We are hidden in Christ, and that is made possible because of the blood of Christ. Colossians chapter 1 in verse number 20. The book of Colossians chapter 1 in verse number 20. And having made peace through the blood of His cross, by Him to reconcile all things unto Himself, by him, I say, whether they be things in earth or things in heaven. If you are going to be reconciled to God, if you are going to be brought back to God, if we are going to be able to make our situation right with God, the only thing that brings about peace is the blood of Christ. The blood that he shed on that cross is how we have a way back to the Father. How we can have peace in our heart and in our life is through the precious blood of Christ. It's a sinless, sacrificial, saving blood. Every, everything that we believe is built upon the blood of Christ because without the blood of Christ, we have no reason. We have no reason to assemble and go to church. We have no reason to read the Bible. We have no reason to pray. All of our hope is anchored in the blood of Christ. The blood of Christ is what makes everything possible. See, a lot of religion wants to push works. They want to push baptism. They want to push giving money. They want to push being good. And all of those, those things are good. And I believe if you're saved, all of those things are good. But the only thing that's going to make you good in the eyes of God is the blood of Christ. The book of Hebrews chapter 9 and verse number 22 Hebrews chapter 9 and verse number 22. The Bible says this, And almost all things are by the law purged with blood, and without shedding of blood there is no remission. 
And that's what Christ did when he died on the cross. He shed his blood for the remission of sins. And that word remission means pardon. That word remission means forgiveness. Forgiveness is possible because of the blood of Christ. And all things are purged by blood in the eyes of God. You say, well, I don't understand that. I did not write the book. All I do is tell you what the book said. And the book says, the Bible says, that the law purged with blood, and without shedding of blood, there is no remission. The only way back to God is through the blood of Christ. Leviticus chapter 17 and verse number 11. The book of Leviticus chapter 17 and verse number 11. For the life of the flesh is in the blood, and I have given it to you upon the altar to make an atonement for the soul. And that word atonement means at one meant. It, it means that we are made at one with God, making God and the sinner one. And how is that possible? By the blood. The life of the flesh is in the blood. And God said this, he said, I have given it to you, given what to you? The blood to make an atonement for your souls upon the altar. And that's what Jesus did. He made the ultimate atonement when he died on the cross. See, those Old Testament sacrifices never, never forgave sins. They just put off the judgment of God for one year. The, all those goats and bulls and sheep that were killed, they never forgave sins. They made it possible that the, that the sinner could avoid the wrath of God by looking and believing in the one that was to come, which was the Lord Jesus Christ. But there was only one who died. There was only one blood that was shed that made an atonement for sin, and that was the blood of Christ. The book of Hebrews chapter 10 and verse number 4, for it is not possible, Hebrews 10 and verse number 4, for it is not possible that the blood of bulls and of goats should take away sins, See, that blood never took away sins. It just prevented the wrath of God from falling upon mankind because he had given them the blood to make an atonement for their sin. But there was only, there was only one blood shed that could forgive sins, and that was the blood of Christ. Hebrews chapter 10 and verse number 19. The book of Hebrews chapter 10 and verse number 19. Having therefore, brethren, boldness, to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus. See, we can come before God the Father. We don't have to come meek and lowly. We can come boldly. Now, that does not mean coming cocky. That means coming boldly, believing. Why? Because the most powerful forgiving element that there has ever been is the blood of Christ. And if we've claimed the blood of Christ, we're forgiven by the blood of Christ, then God looks at us just like he looks at his son, completely sinless. Why? Because the blood covers our sins. So we can, when, you, when we begin to pray, we can pray with boldness. Why? Because there is no sin that is in between me and God, because that sin was done away with when Christ died on the cross. He shed his blood. I accepted his blood as the payment for my sins, and now I'm forgiven so that I can have boldness to enter into the holiest of all by the blood of Jesus. 
Acts chapter 20 and verse number 28. The book of Acts chapter 20 and verse number 28. Take heed therefore unto yourselves and to all the flock over which the Holy Ghost hath made you overseers to feed the church of God, which he hath purchased with his own blood. See, when Christ died on the cross, he was buying the sinner. He was purchasing the sinner. And that church that we attend and that you attend and that I attend and that any man, woman, boy, or girl that's saved will attend, Christ paid for that church with his own blood. That's a high price to pay for what we're going to see on Sunday morning. That's a high price to pay for a group of sinners. That's a high price to pay for somebody who's still going to fall short. But he loved us so much that he said, I'm going to purchase you with my own blood. I'm going to pay the ultimate price so that you can be a part of my life. I'm going to do the ultimate sacrificial deed so that you can be a part of my life. And we as believers need to be extremely careful, extremely careful when we talk bad about the church. Why? Because that's Christ's church. He loved it so much, he died for it. And that does not mean the building. The body of believers is the church. But he loved it so much that he died for it. And we need to be very careful if we're going to say anything bad against the church. And we also need to enter into the church in a very reverent manner. Why? Because it meant a lot to him. It cost heaven a lot for you to be able to go to church and me to be able to go to church. It cost God's son a lot to be able to purchase that church. It took, it took him dying on the cross and being separated from his father and experiencing sin for the first time ever so that we could have a place where we could go and hear the preaching and the singing and the testimony from the Word of God. Then lastly, Revelations 12 and verse number 11, the book of Revelations 12 and verse number 11. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives unto death. That blood of Christ is overcoming blood. It needs to be claimed. And I've heard a lot of people, I've heard a lot of people, they say they're pleading the blood over something. I think that's a good thing. That's the most powerful element that we're going to have is the blood of Christ. And so we need to realize that we can overcome by the blood of Christ. See, he overcame, the Bible says he overcame the world. And since he overcame the world, we can overcome anything in our life. Why? Because the blood of Christ is powerful. It continues to work. It continues to cleanse. It continues to forgive. And it will always do that. Now, by no means have I exhausted this subject. I hope that what I've done is piqued your interest in the subject and that you can go and you can take your concordance and you can read some verses about that sacrificial, sinless blood of Christ that he shed for each and every one of us so that we could have a place in heaven. I do want to thank you again for joining us for the Biblical Principles Podcast. If you got any questions, comments, or concerns, you can forward them over to us by email, biblicalprinciples at juno.com. That's all lowercase letters, no spaces, biblicalprinciples at juno.com. And if you have a question for the part of this podcast called Sharpening the Sword, 
You can submit that there to us by email, and we'll try to answer it with the Word of God. Thank you again, and have a wonderful day.